All right, all right. Here we go. Welcome to Social with Rocky. You are in the house. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to have you here, man. Welcome, welcome to this amazing room. This is, I think this is the first, yes, yeah, the first room I'm doing this week on Clubhouse. And, you know, you got to start right and do it, you know, in the Social with Rocky house. So for those who are joining, please make sure you share the room. Share the room as you're in here. Because some things we're going to talk about today are going to really help you understand where you are as a business, what you need to do as a business, and why your business needs to change the way it's doing things. So it's going to be that exciting room where you're going to learn about how you can improve your marketing, how do you improve your business, how do you improve things that you're doing that's going to help you make better decisions with your content. So I'm here to really give you some differences so that we can you can tell me, oh, this is what I used to do before, because SEO can get very interesting as far as like what's working and what's not working. So when you think about what's working, there are things that you want to to do as a business to know, okay, here's how to work through a plan, a plan that I can actually use to help my business grow, or how does I, how do I put in a position where I can actually learn from the practice, the best practice? There's so many things to look at when, especially when you're looking at different types of SEO. So I'm going to break it down to you. What does old SEO mean, and what is new SEO? Like, what does it mean? What's working? What's not working? Why do they work the way they do, and how do you use them? And what have you been trying that maybe, you know, you used to do that you do now that you could actually do? So, yeah. Welcome, Rocky. Uh, oh, Lord, I was unmuted. I want to go talk and unmuted myself. Um, hi, I'm actually <laughs> on my way to the gym with my personal trainer. So just here to hey. support my hand, getting his body hey, on. appreciate you. Hey, I'm about to change that's my picture back, up. though. This military picture getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so masculine oh, in this I'm like, yo, Rocky, you look different. Like, I'm like, this is not the Rocky I know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But it's so good to, you know, we, we really thank you so much for what you've done, you know, for the country, for the service. Like, it's, it, that's a big thing. And, you know, we love you for that, man, for real. So, you are appreciated, Rocky, and it's just it's just amazing that, you know, you're one person that really gives and gives genuinely, and we feel that. So I really appreciate you for even giving us the space to even be here as well. You know, so today, you know, I, I want to, you know, bring to the room, how do you use what you have? And what you have is a website. And what you normally need is traffic, but not even what you need that is majorly important for you to factor in, but also how you're going to receive them when they come to your page, when they come to your site. How do you receive them? And there are different ways that SEO has been done before. And these are things that you have to start thinking about as a business. How do I run my business? How do I create my business? And 
when you start thinking about your business being the starting point for interactions, it starts to change your plan, your thinking, your pattern, your structure. And this is why I want to like show you like what's been working, what's not working, or what should be working that could be working differently for someone else. Welcome, Matandra. You know, when you think about the SEO factors, right? You're thinking about what do these things do? Hey, Brittany, welcome. Welcome to the room. Feel free to jump up on stage if, if you're available. We'd love to hear from you too. You know, when you look at SEO and you look at the, the way SEO is, you are bringing yourself into a position that is not only beneficial to you, but it's also beneficial to the person next to you. So what do I mean? When you have a house, when you build a house, when you, you have a house that you're looking at, you choose this place you want to be in, right? And you're like, I want to be in this neighborhood because I like the house next to it. I like this neighborhood because I like that it has something unique about it. You, you know, yes, you love what's inside the house, but also outside is an expression of what you feel inside, right? So if someone is coming to your homepage, coming to your home, coming into your space, and they know that if I go to this, if I search for this term, then I'm going to get all the websites that talk about this term. I'm not going to get things about real estate and talk about cooking. I'm going to get, maybe it's a disruptive brand, but that's completely different when it comes to search. But if I'm searching for something specific, then I'm looking for filters that are going to help me get into that position. When you think about the word filters, right? A filter, it's like it fills the gap. It fills in a need, right? So if the filter that you're using to search for your content being on the internet is you putting yourself within a filter that someone can access, right? If I say use this blue filter or use this green filter, you're using it because you're looking for an expected result, right? So with SEO, it's the same thing. You're looking for an expected result. And the result you're looking for is a forecasted result, right? I can say, I'm going to pump out content. I'm going to pump out articles. I'm going to pump out podcasts. But guess what? Before you did those podcasts, before you did those articles, before you did those videos, you did some research, right? And that research allowed you to be more conscious of your time because now you're using these content pillars to answer questions that are helping people, right? I just got off a you know client meeting an hour ago and we were just talking about you know how you can you know do a specific topic and really break it down into parts like how do you break down you know one article and actually add you know context to it so literally we had an FAQ in there right this is new SEO and I'll talk about old SEO to just show you the difference between these two as an example we added frequently asked questions in there right? Based on page structure. Because when you look at a page, a page has structure. If I just give you a book and this book just had plain text, there was no chapters, no glossary, no introduction, no forward, no table of contents. You're not going to buy that book. You're probably not going to read that book, right? So when you think about page structure, your website needs to have page structure. It's a website. It's a web page. So treat it like a book. Treat it like a page that someone's going to open, right? So Rocky said weekends. 
I want to know why you should say weekend. Rocky, what do you mean by say, weekend? I was trying to I was trying to say welcome and I dropped my phone and it auto finished it for me. And somehow sent it. So yeah, let me I'm, my bad. I've been dropping my phone all day, you guys. <sighs> Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> that was classic. That was classic. Okay. Well, you know, it's Tuesday, you know, and think about it. The week just started, <laughs> you know, just even going to that, Rocky said, welcome, you know, welcome everybody. You know, when you think, when you think about your days, right. And you think about your plans, you think about your content, you think about your structure, you think about, you know, okay, I'm going to put this on Friday. I'm going to put this on, on Saturday. I'm going to put this on Tuesday. You're going to do this on that day. Then sometimes those days may not happen the way you planned it, right? Some days you're like, man, I plan to do this, but I couldn't get to it because something came up and it happens. You know, Travis Michelle, welcome. You know, she said earlier, life be lifing, you know? So it's like when you start getting into a position that you are looking at it from, this is what I have to give and this is the time I have to deliver it. How can I deliver it within that time frame so that the message is heard? and it's not extended. If I, if you ask me a question and I take three minutes to answer that question, you probably would just shut down by the 30th second or maybe by, you know, a minute and a half in because you pretty much are, you're done with that conversation as a matter of fact. But if I, if you knew that that question required 10 seconds of your time to answer, but you gave me three minutes, I'm, I'm not going to stay. Right. So if, I answer your question as quickly as possible. And how can you do it as quickly as possible, right? Is by giving them a visual chart, giving them a visual aid, giving them something visual to look at, right? If I give you a block of text, you're not going to read it. But if I break that block of text into five lines, maybe 10 lines, and maybe you have to read a line each, your eyes are not going to hurt because you can actually read through the lines. It's, you can read through the text. It's easy. I can break it into parts and add an, a picture in there. I can add an infographic in there. I can add a reel in there. I can add a YouTube video in there. I can add a placement in there. You can make money through your, your, your blogs, your articles, you know, by adding, you know, places, placements that you're going to allow advertisers to put their ads on your website. And then you get a commission and you get paid if they click on it. And you also have that display advertising. So those are different ways you can do it with different, different types of traffic right and all those different different types of traffic all have different ways to bring people in so if i'm using pictures to bring you in somebody else is using videos to bring you in someone else is using ebooks to bring you in someone else is using case studies to bring you in someone else is bringing you webinars as a way to you know get you through that funnel or understand how you can connect with them further or getting you on a call or just getting you within their community, that is a key performance indicator. That indicator is a signal, and that signal is feedback, right? So the feedback you are getting from the signal that you are looking for is based on how this person reacts to your content. If you put this article that's only gonna take three minutes to read, and I add a five-minute video, five video, now you're gonna spend eight minutes. You're probably gonna spend 10 because you're gonna rewind, you're gonna watch, you're gonna rewind, you're gonna watch. So by the time you're done listening and maybe you could actually be, you know, this actually happens, which is really good too. You could, you could be playing the YouTube video, sound on, and that person could still be reading the text and scrolling up and down your page. 
So when someone's listening to you, they're watching your video, maybe they'll watch your video and then keep scrolling and they're reading, they're seeing your brand, they're seeing your content, they're seeing tables. I give an example of, you know, the meeting I had an hour ago, we added FAQs, we added tables, you know, we added pictures. Now we're going to add a personal story to that. So when I start looking at it from that perspective of, okay, how can you do it better? And how can you perform better than your competitor is based on the experience that you give them. And that's the major difference between, you know, old SEO and new SEO because old SEO, right, is like, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So old SEO is like, this keyword has 3 million searches. This other keyword has 300,000 searches. This other keyword has 30,000 searches. So what I'll do is I'm going to pack those. I'm going to compound those searches, right? The 300,000, the 3 million, and yeah, the 30,000 as well. I'm going to compound all those keywords, right? And when you add 30,000 plus 300,000 plus 3 million, right? When you look at the compound value of that keyword and you now stuff content in that keyword by doing titles, descriptions, tags, you know, just even the URL, maybe even buying a domain that it has that exact, you know, um, keyword in it. Maybe it's location-based, maybe it is food-based, you know, depending on what you're trying to do, it's very specific, right? When you do that with SEO, that's, that's the old way of doing it because when you do that, you're getting data, you're finding data, you're finding opportunities, right? But the new way of doing it is still doing it that way but not executing it the same way as you did five years ago, 10 years ago, even two years ago, right? Google just made a core update not too long ago. You know, this is a new week. They just, I think it happened last week. They just made a new update. So when you start thinking about your content, you also want to start building awareness. So the best way to do it is, talking to your customers and creating content around their pain points. That is, that is something that I, I want to just break down a little bit is the new way of doing SEO. The new way of doing SEO is writing about topics that you can give your own perspective on. And that's why Google is so smart when they use words. They created something called Google perspectives, meaning very soon in the near future, God willing, we will start searching for things online based on people's perspectives. We're already doing that with reviews. We're already doing that with content, right? We're already doing that with case studies. So if you are adding your brand, your business, whether it's user-generated content, faceless content, or you're doing it as a brand and you're using your face as a brand, then you are bringing value to your brand because you're attracting two types of traffic. You're attracting branded traffic and unbranded traffic. Branded traffic is when someone types your name, they type your location, they type your business name, they type something that's going to match 
what is already existing, right? But if they type in something extra that is not just the exact word that is within your domain or within your, you know, business name, then there's a big difference that happens because now people actually get to connect with you at a much faster rate. So doing that and seeing your title, which is engaging, and definitely that matters, it, it changes everything. It changes everything. So, you know, I feel like, I think like, I feel like Brian had a bad day. I wanted to talk to him. You guys kicked him out of the room. I wanted to talk to him a little bit, but it's okay. You know, the, the thing about it is people, and that's a perspective, by the way, that's a perfect example of a perspective because I'm in, always in a positive mood, right? So that was a perfect perspective. He thought about what he said. He thought about what he's doing and that's what he's doing, right? Now, we're 8, point, we're 8 billion people in the world, right? And that's just one person's perspective. So Natandra's <laughs> like, yeah, get up. <laughs> I trying to tell them. <laughs> yeah, some some guy named Brian um, was like just being disrespectful in the you know just being disrespectful in the comments and you know I don't I don't do well with disrespect so I know that favor is always in a positive mood I'm also in a positive mood and I will positively kick you out for disrespect so that's just where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I feel like if Rocky was in here too, I think he should have probably slam dunked on that too. <laughs> that would have been crazy. You know, that's that's the whole thing. You know, it's it's perspectives. That's why I love this app. You know, it's it's all about you know just seeing things from different perspectives. So if we're eight billion people in the world right now, and there are eight point five to about nine billion searches a day on Google and Google has over 92% of the market share and about 94% of people that search online use their phones and about 15% of people that search on a daily basis search for new branded content or new unbranded content. And then on top of that, right? people spend at least two to four searches a day on Google. Maybe one if you're really not like searching for anything, but at least once or at least twice really in a full day, you'd have gone to Google. Put a one in the chat if you have gone to Google today and just gone online to search something. Put a one in the chat if you've gone to Google today. Just today, not this week. Okay, so nobody went on Google today. Interesting. Oh, Fava, did you check the chat again, please, sir? Okay, I was about to, I think, yeah, that was my fault. I think it's because my thing was glitching. Okay. Okay, so that, I was about to, I was a little surprised. I was like, oh, that's that's quite interesting. So, so the answer is one. Thank you, Travis Michelle. Yes, yeah, so it, it's, I have two. So I have also gone on Google search myself. Most times I like searching for things in the morning. People like to search for things during the day. Like, let me Google that. Let me, let me bing that. I don't know if people say that. But when you search for something, you're searching for something with a result. So you're either looking for it to just find out the name. You're looking for it to find out the brand. You're looking for it to find out the commercial value. 
when you're looking for it to find something. If you listen to um, my podcast, and I talked about it on Clubhouse too, when it comes to programmatic, you know, verses using commercial keywords, being intentional about keywords you are writing so that when you're also speaking, those words are creating clouds. When you think about a word cloud, the word that you said the most is the biggest word on the cloud, right? So if you create an article and you look at your word cloud and the words that are in your cloud are words that actually help you get seen from a distance, like when you're about to get, you're doing a driving test or you're about to get your license, you know, they'll tell you to read, you know, line five and the text will be in very small print to ask if you can read it, right? That's, that's the word cloud I'm talking about. So how far can someone read and how well can someone see it and how structured can it be seen on a web page that will allow you to click on? So for those who put a one in the chat, what did you search for? You don't have to say what it is, but did you search for something you were looking for? Did you were searching for something because you were curious? Were you searching because you wanted to buy something? Were you searching because you were trying to compare products? Were you searching for it because you were trying to find the best option? What would you put in the chat? You don't have to say specifically what you're searching for, but in general, like I'm, I'm look, I was just looking for something, you know, comparison. Okay, I like that. Okay, we're getting somewhere. I was curious about an automation tool. Okay definition okay need url address that's specific okay business stuff thank you this is so helpful so if you've noticed this right this is really the new way of seo this is really how it works all these that have been said are all different and i'm actually going to use an example so that you guys can like break it down and see it too comparison i just talked about the versus model, right? If I want to buy a car, like I have two cars I want to get. If I get both, good. If I, if I get either, I'm good with that too, right? And I've driven both. So, and I've test driven both. So I'm like, okay, which one am I going to get between these two, right? And because I want to get the best option, I have to compare and contrast, right? And if I, if I see the contrast between the two and I'm like, okay, I would rather do it this way because the interior is better. Or if I have to change this model, I have to do this. Or if I have to pay for more, like one of the cars has a pilot 2.0, but the other one, you have to pay extra for it. That other one is already included in the plan. So it's like, you get to see those different features and different comparisons. And you start to ask yourself, what, what's, what's, how can I get the best option for today? and even better for tomorrow so that I don't have to come back here next year, you know, and look for another car. So when you start looking at comparison, you're always comparing, you're always comparing apples to oranges, oranges to apples, right? The way you write it, it's like, oh, is it a mindset versus mind shift, mind shift versus mindset? People are going to keep asking those questions because they're like, what is the difference? And if you can tackle both and then you give both results, and then you can still put it into one, then you can change how people think about what they are typing or what they're looking for. Because when they're comparing, they're comparing with the process of getting information that's going to help them make an informed decision. Now, that informed decision is now where like Atondra now comes in with automation tool, right? Curious about an automation tool. So if it's a tool, perhaps I would, I would guess, okay, 
if I'm thinking about tools, I'll go to g2.com and I would, you know, compare products and see, okay, which one is better. But if I don't go to g2.com directly, I can just go straight to Google and type in like how Atondra typed in, I'm looking for this tool. And then when you scroll down, because I know that brand and I see their domain, like, you know, Gemma said to the URL address and she knows that, okay, I know that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's an R in here. There's an A in this address. There's, there's a letter in this address. There's maybe a hyphen in this address. You know, there's a forward slash somewhere that I'm looking for. There's a pathway. Now, those are specific things, right? Now, once Atondra knows about the automation tool she's looking for, she's going to compare it to another one. She may not compare it today, but maybe when she's ready to make a purchase on that tool, if she's considering it, then she would have to look at and see, okay, how beneficial will it be for me right now, as opposed to not having it within the next three to six months, for example. So that opportunity cost starts to play into the search. And that also allows you to now find information. So now if I'm using this tool, I would now say, Atandra, create an article that will talk about this tool that you can own on your domain so that when people look for this tool, they can find your domain within the search. And then when they connect with you, they're like, oh, she just didn't talk about a tool. She has a whole system. She has a whole business. Then now you've used that tool to actually tell more people on how to use that tool. We all use Canva. You know, how do you use Canva differently from someone else? Maybe you use a shortcut key that helps you save two seconds more than someone who has to click here and click here and click there to get there. So when you start thinking about the way you start positioning yourself programmatically online, it changes how things go for you. So when you start thinking about the automation part, when you start thinking about the tools, these are commercial products. These are products that you're going to acquire. These are assets that you may need for your business. Not every asset is an asset for your business, right? They're all assets, but you have to evaluate the assets. Sometimes the assets depreciate. So you need to know how well am I using this asset to appreciate my business in value, right? Arvin talked about definition, right? As soon as you type in the definition, you can either get the, the urban dictionary, you can get the, if you're looking for that, you can get the actual dictionary. You know, if you're looking for the dictionary, you can get it from, you know, Oxford, you can get it from different places. They can actually give you a Google definition, right? If you want to translate something, you can translate it now with the, with the iPhones as well. You can just translate, go to Google translate, it will change it for you. So you get all types of definitions. Now, what makes me get that actual definition is the way I type it, right? Because if I'm looking for the word happiness, right? And what's the definition of happiness, right? It's going to tell you it's an express state feeling, da 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 da, da right? According to da 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 da. So it's giving you factual information that validates your question, which gives you an answer that is satisfactory for your search. So now you are starting to play into creating a goal that is allowing you to now say, okay, this first three, actually the first four, then I'm going to go to Rockies too, because that's a whole different thing completely. And as well um, on Dr. Shine too. If you look at Travis Michelle's answer, Atondra's answer, Arvin's answer, and Gemma's answer, these are the solid four components that you need as a business 
to get validated and use new SEO today that is foundationally, foundationally sorry, based on old SEO. This is what I mean. When you have a URL address that is your domain, so it's going to be yourdomain.com forward slash best dash automation dash tools dash business dash owners. What I've just done is I have given you a URL address, a uniform record locator that will identify your URL, which is on your domain property that will show up on a web page like Google, like Bing, right? <laughs> Tondra is killing me with the gifts. So when you look at it like that, right? That URL address is going to be the exact thing because what you've just done is you've commercialized that URL address. You know, we talk about commercial, you know, commercial real estate, residential real estate. We talk about commercial homes, residential homes. Your URL address also needs to have a commercial value. So when you are using your commercial asset right your commercial asset is your website so when you start building awareness for your website you're also building value for your business so your business starts to build and grow because what you've now done is you have identified that there's a problem and you want to create a solution and as you're creating this solution you're making this solution solid because now people are looking for your content, your definition, your business, and your asset, right? So if I now have the direct URL commercial address to this article, this article in it has rich context. I talked about it before, a table. It has frequently asked questions. It has, you know, uh, a video in there. You can have a pictorial story in there. You can have links in there, right? You can even have your affiliate links in there. You can have all those things in there and you give the disclaimer and tell them, hey, these links would redirect you to places that I will get a commission. So I'm just giving you a disclaimer for full disclosure. And then that also helps you do your ethical practice as well online too. So when you start to build like that and you have a commercial address that within this URL address, within this commercial address, within this field, within this pathway, within this domain.com forward slash best dash automation dash tools dash business dash owners. Now that is a long tail keyword in itself because people are going to start typing best automation tools to use in 2023. Then if someone doesn't know what the, the definition of an automation tool is, you can define that in your article and say, what is 
a an automation tool. You describe it, you say it within a couple of paragraphs, you make sure that you focus on your focus key phrase, then you answer that question and you move to the next. A lot of people spend a lot of time answering one question instead of spending the least time possible so they can actually get it, track, and keep going. But if you keep long-winding it, at some point you're long-winding your time, which is long-winding your money, which is long-winding your success. So with that, I'm going to pause and ask if anyone in the room would like to add anything or ask a question. Hi, this is Travis Michelle. Yeah, I'm y'all. I'm just saying. Favor has come in here and showed us how we can make money, how we can serve, and how we can save money all at the same time. You just have to pay attention. I'm gonna be very honest and transparent here. Um, I'm listening and uh, I hired Favor, okay? Because look, I can't be good at everything in my business. I know I'm good, guys. I'm special and I'm great. But there are certain places that's not my lane. And this is one of them. But I will share with you, and yes, I'm going to manage him up because it's real. Doing my going back, not even really pivoting, but just going back to what my original purpose is, and that is as a divorce strategist in 2020. So, you know, now I'm a woman empowerment speaker and I'm an author and all of those things. And that's what I was leaning into. And now I realize like, yeah, people are coming to me with divorce questions, asking me, please walk me through the process, et cetera. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I did that three years ago. And how'd you find me? They found me on Clubhouse because I was talking about that three years ago. But I'm sharing this because I looked at myself, my own website, now that I have my console connected and, and Favor is in charge of my things, and I came right up under a former lawyer who's now a mediator. The next, the next name was Travis Michelle, an article about me being a guest and speaking as divorce strategist from three years ago. So I'm. it's not as though you have to, well, how come you're starting to do that now? I have validation. I have a book. I've been on shows. I am showing up on the first page of Google, y'all. So I'm just very excited. Go to www.trevismichelle.com if you don't believe me. But that's because Favor connected my uh, my console. And now I'm doing, I'll be doing uh, my, what is it? A, a video and we're going to make blogs out of it. So everything is going to connect back together. So it really does work. So don't think he's up here just saying it. It's a real thing. I'm a real person. I'm not going to sit up here and lie because I I can't remember that my lies. So I try to tell the truth. I'm Travis Michelle. Go ahead. (laughs) What's the search term they found you under, Travis Michelle? They found me under Travis on www.travismichelle.com and divorce strategist because I even looked myself up and I was like, yeah, not that I don't believe, but you know, you got to trust and then verify. But because I also was in clubhouse in rooms and as a divorce strategist so they remembered that but they said i couldn't remember where you were so i looked you up i was like huh i was on vacation y'all in key west and they found me in july but for clarity if they search your name they're going to find you because you're the only Travis michelle right or is it under just divorce strategist that they found no because now um if you do Travis michelle it's not with divorce strategists because I had was talking about more empowerment stuff lately. 
But when you put in Travis Michelle, I did for myself. I Googled myself the other day and then I sent it out to y'all. But Travis Michelle, divorce strategist, and it immediately, I was so shocked because I thought I was going to have to like scroll down the page. No, I did not. I hope that answered your question. Yeah. So if they type in Jeff divorce strategist, would you come up? Okay, Rocky, I'm going to have to do that right now because I did not really put my name. Yeah, that's why I'm asking because um, it's great that they search for you specifically, but you want to come up when they type in divorce strategist. Am I right, Favor? Yeah, you're 100% right on that because that's what I was talking about, those two parts, the branded key phrase and the unbranded key, key phrase. So Travis Michelle is a branded key phrase because that's what people used to search. And then the unbranded key phrase is divorce strategist. So right now, because that is also a very short term keyword, it's not even a long tail keyword. She wouldn't be able to get that in itself as a key phrase that someone could just pop up at the top, right? You know, in a couple of days. But for the fact that even the name Travis Michelle was not even showing up on Google, right? is the first signal to Google that, hey, this person actually has content. And because in the meta description, whenever we like create a room on Clubhouse, whenever we do something on LinkedIn or we build something online, within the description, your name is also there. And also if you have topics that you're putting in within your room descriptions and have those key phrases in there, because you have your domain connected to Google Search Console, now it's picking up on those external links that's outside your domain. So when you're not connected to Google Search Console, those domain, those links are just flying in the air. There's no page structure. There's no home page. There's no home base. So because we connected it now, yes, she can find her name online, which is the first thing that always happens for everyone. And down, and then now because we're focusing on the divorce strategist part, that's now where we're going to create content that she's now done with the video that we're going to index into that key phrase. So when people type it in a couple months from now, we can look at that case study and actually see that if people type in something specific, they will find her without typing in Travis Michelle. Yeah, because that is a win. I'm not taking away from it. But like for me, you can type in social with Rocky. You'll find me on four pages. But I want you to find me when you type in marketing strategist above everybody else. That way, people that aren't looking for me specifically will find me. Exactly. And this is something I also want to bring across. And that's a good point you mentioned too, Rocky, because I want to also help you guys see this from a, the big perspective too. When people are typing, they usually type in anywhere between two to five keywords. Like Rocky said, marketing strategy, Travis Michelle's divorce strategies, you know, with the Tundra, it could be you know, you know, systems um, specialist. It could be someone, you know, project management. It could be business development. It, those words are very tight. They're very like condensed. They've been there for years. So when you decide to focus on the long tail key phrases, like for you, Rocky, I'll use the same examples like I use for the short um, tail keywords. So like for you, if it's marketing strategist, it should be a little bit longer, like marketing strategist for Instagram accounts for example so now when people use the word instagram and they use marketing strategy in there those filters start to work for you because in your url you now have you know socialwithrocky.com forward slash you have that key phrase in there too when it comes to them finding your content or looking for you know marketing strategy so now when they're typing marketing strategy 
The reason why you will be showing up now at the top of the search is because your, your the URL has that key phrase mapped right in the pathway of that phrase that people search with. So if you have a website, if you have your website right now, if, if, is there any web is there any web page you have on your website that says socialwithrocky.com or your business, you know, with your domain forward slash marketing dash strategy? Do you have something like that right now? No, but I remember that we're trying to be found for my local area. So that's what I'm working for, working on first. I want to be found under Virginia marketing agency exactly so starting from that local perspective is the best part and that's where it starts to build because some businesses could be more you know it could be online it doesn't have to be specific to one location but people also search through with locations as well so if you start from the home base that can also give you that longevity too so like those keywords that we saw on your uber suggest like those four opportunities that had a green light those are green lights because it's showing you that these are keywords that if you add to your URL and actually program it, you know, because that it's called programmatic SEO. So if you program those keywords to be activated within your URL, then you're using that domain to now index into the algorithm, which changes, you know, drastically every day. You know, like Google changes the algorithm about eight times a day. They could change it once and and have a huge update like they just did recent recently so if you're just focusing on your urls having those key phrases in them and then programmatically having more than just one because some people just stop at one they're like okay i have one keyword talking about marketing strategy and that's it no if you start building your keywords within your queries tab and you start building that of course from your search console it starts to compound because you're you're turning your queries into pages that's what I did with SEO versus CRO. Because if someone types in SEO versus CRO now, they'll find my article right at the top. It's either going to be first place, second place, or third place. And it's very short as well. So because it's very short, it was also something that had that tactic. So for you, if it's now, you know, Virginia Marketing Services, for example, now that will be within your domain. And for you, it's even a better um, strategy for you because you also apply that old SEO tactic, which is to have your actual, you know, keyword inside your domain. So you already have it as yours. So if someone types that on Google, the first thing Google is going to signal back is going to be a domain that links to the search term that was typed, you know, with words. So if your words that are being typed also are within your domain and you have multiple domain links or properties that attach and interlink to each other, then you have a much wider spider web to get more people coming to your page because they're searching from all different parts of, you know, keywords. Does that make sense? Does that help? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I just wanted to point that out because I used to get excited about that too. I'm like, woo, I'm on the first four pages of Google. And then I realized somebody has to search my name, but if they don't know me, then they're not gonna know to look for me. I want them to find me in other areas. So no, that's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much for that. Because when you have that branded search, that branded search starts to have your name there. Once your name is there, it's solid. It's always going to stay there. Right. And then the unbranded is going to support that. So when people start searching for your content, 
and they find you, eventually they'll get to know your name. That's why it's they start off with your name. You don't start ranking for keywords that you've never been on. They'll start with what you already have, which is your name. So when they start with your name, they're putting your name on the map. Now that your name is on the map, anywhere else your name is on a podcast title show, on a book, on a, a feature, let's say you got featured on a magazine and they put your, your name there, and they connect or talk about something you do and match it with your name, that name you have is going to build something called a domain authority. It's a domain authority because now you have authority because you have credibility and because you have expertise. I'll call that ace. That's ace, right? So when you think about those things, you're building into it. And now for you, Rocky, because you also have, you talked about business stuff. Now, if you're typing business stuff or if you're looking for business stuff, you know, what is it that you're looking for within your community that you want to do as a service that you can help so they can find you when they type? You got to diagnose me later. I'm calling my personal trainer now. Conversation over. Yeah, we got to do that later for sure. Okay, no problem, no problem. But I'm, I definitely ask you that too because I think that's going to help, especially with what we saw on your dashboard. That's going to really help you long term. Yeah, so that's that's how it is. You know, when you start to think about it, and even for for Travis Michelle too, right? The video that that is what we have now. When we now add the title to it, add the description to it, add the keywords to it add the hashtags to it, add the copy to it, you know, add the show notes to it. And then if take, maybe take that to even to a podcast, you know, or something that you can actually pull through because you can always rip the audio or just upload it as is. And then people start watching you on Spotify, right? Because Spotify now allows you to do video podcasts. So, and I got early access to it like last year before they even acquired because Spotify is owned by I mean, Anchor is owned by Spotify, so they've really opened it up for a lot of people now. And you can even do quizzes in your polls on your podcast. If you have a, a, a question, if you have a, a, let's say you have a, an episode and this episode is talking about something, you can put a poll right in there and then you can create chapters that people can click on and you can tell them, hey, go to the fifth minute of this episode and listen to the question I had and answer this question in the poll. And then you can get responses from that poll because you're also building organic traffic and that's organic feedback. So now that's going into your brand. So there's so many ways you can go into it when you start building it. So now for Travis Michelle, when someone types in divorce strategies, they're not just going to type in that. They could type that, but they will type more than two words. They'll type something specific or they'll type something in relation to what the, the topic is or what the context is. So it, it's kind of like going to roll back into it because that is going to be the search base filter that it's using to create that content. So I wanted to ask you, Travis Michelle, if you had any thoughts or questions on this. Uh, yeah, I guess we just have to do more than <laughs> divorce strategists. I'm basic y'all. So I'm not going to come up here and don't think I have something like, wow, that's what I'm getting from it. That will work on, um, a longer tag so that people can find me. But I know there was a gentleman, Michael, who had a question. He says, does exact, which I am I would like to ask as well, does exact match domain forwarding to business URL work? Good question, Michael. That's a good question. Now, when you say exact match, I want to break this down for those who 
because I, I I don't want this to go over your heads either. There are different types of matches, right? There are different types of searches. So in this case, and we have 10 more minutes to go. So if you guys have any questions, please put it in the chat or come up on stage so we can talk about it. Because in five minutes, I'll talk about the link up, up top. So there are different types of matches and there are different types of searches. Now, when you think about matches, we have broad matches. We have exact matches, right? We have keywords. We have negative keywords. You know, it starts to get really technical. So that's why I don't want to go like way over. So when you think, when you ask the question, does exact match domain forwarding, that is like a full action verb, you know, going at a speed of light, trying to hit, you know, hit that URL that you wanted to work with, right? It does work, right? With the exact match. But when you start thinking about forwarding, that's when you have to start thinking about that canonical tagging. And I hope you know what that is, because if you're asking me this specific question, you may you should know what canonical tagging is as far as what the canonical URL is, as opposed to like, how is that exact phrase match? What is that exact URL that you have? Is it the preferred or the main URL that is submitted to Google for indexing? Because if you have two, Google can determine which one is the priority. If you have two domains and they're trying to do the same thing and you're forwarding them to the same page, then that exact match is actually hurting you. That's why sometimes people do subdomains because they want to do like artist.a.com because they want to separate it from a.com, for example. So you can forward it. It works. But if you're thinking about building your online Reputation, also building out your links, that's going to help your exact match. Wherever you have actually bought your domain from, that is pointing to the website that is actually shown live, that is connected to your search console, is what's going to help you get that property asset and build your portfolio on your website when people type in your name and also when they type things that are not where your name is included in the search phrase. Does that help, Michael? I'd love to hear your feedback on that. But I hope that didn't go over your head, guys, because, you know, simply it's it's how do you, you know, get seen? That's really the question he's asking. Does it work? Can you be seen? If someone types in something that is exactly matching to your your domain, that has your business on it or even has content, you know, in regards to your business and how can you build it? Because these URL links, and that's why I've been very specific on this URL links for maybe a week now, because I want to tell you how important it is to focus on owning your domain property. As I'm talking to you right now, I just, someone just, someone, uh, a client that we used to work with about two years ago, She's doing a boot camp right now, um, just to give you some context. And so I think she's doing a boot camp on fitness as well. So she now said that she moved her website from um, Wix to Kajabi, and she doesn't have the login anymore to cancel authorization. And it's like Kajabi is like way more than the other platform, like with Wix, for example. And now when you think about the overhead cost, why I'm bringing this to you guys is to really show you what it means when it comes to like owning your domains and owning your, your structures is when now, you know, you, you cut off one platform and you now move your domain to another platform, 
like you're from a different hosting, they're like, okay, I'm hosting it on, you know, I'll give an example like uh, HostGator, for example. And I think I've seen Dr. Stacy saying um, SiteGround as well will not give me what I need to point to pay here, but they're holding hostage. You see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Owning your domain, it's your property. And when they don't, when they hold it hostage, that means they own that property. It's like land. I've, I always say this. I treat websites like land because the domain you have is your property. If somebody has your domain and they have your property, they can do what they want to that property. So if you can't own 100%, of your domain, of your website, it's a problem. Dr. Sharon said she's been through that. She had to get an attorney. It's serious, guys. I'm talking about digital real estate. I'm talking about your website. That's why we are so specific when we work with you. The first thing we do when we work with you is get your website on Google Search Console if it's not connected before we even talk about anything else because we need a foundation to start from and if you and how i'll know whether you own that property is when we connect that property to google search console because if i tell you to copy this link and go to your dns record and add it and we have a problem with adding it then that means you don't own that domain <laughs> so it starts to it starts to play into like okay how can you keep that as yours because yeah you can pay for it every year but if you're in a position where you start thinking about where you you buy it, you know, for example, it's actually a big problem. I would say a problem. Let me remove the word problem and say it's an opportunity, right? Because I also want to think about forward thinking, right? So it's an opportunity because Squarespace just acquired Google Domains, right? Squarespace just acquired Google Domains. And Google Domains is a product of Google. But they sold their product, Google Domains, to Squarespace. So what does that tell you about the severity of owning your domain? It's your property. When you connect your property on Google, it says add property. It doesn't say add website. It doesn't say add web page. It doesn't say add sitemap. It says from the beginning, add property because they, Google knows that your website is a property. And what improves the property of your website is based on how you work your domain by adding content that allows people to stay. So like with Travis Michelle with the video, if someone's looking for that information on how do I do this, how, you know, how do I process this, you know, getting specific with the examples and then she you know, you find her video there or you find the article there. Now, what has happened is you've created this spiral effect because it's not just one, it's it's a multiple, right? We think about, oh, we just add one. We just say, okay, we're going to do this one blog, this one video, and we're going to rank on page one. That one, one, one doesn't work like that, right? You got to do a lot more. It's like an iceberg, right? When you look at the top of the iceberg, you're like, oh, there's definitely something deep that's holding this iceberg up, right? You only see the tip. We don't really see the full thing, right? Under the Underneath the surface, right? Underwater. So when you start thinking about your domain, your domain is your, is your root, is the baseline. It's the fundamental practice. So when you start to, you know, create your business in that way, it changes how you actually process things, which actually gives you more traffic long-term for your business as you think about where to position 
your business. There are so many things to go about this, but I, I don't want to break this down too far because I know we're getting to the top of the hour. But if you want to own your domain, right? Stacy asked this question too, is if you want to own your, your domain, pretty much it's not a, it, I would say the owning part is because you are paying yearly for it. So if you don't pay yearly for it, at some point, your domain is going to be free. They also say your domain could be parked. When you, if you click on, if you click the link up top, you know, you will see my demystifying SEO mini course, which I launched. And this, this is a mini course that's going to help you understand how, what I'm talking about is applicable and you'll see it visually within three hours or less. And there are more resources to, you know, to get there too. So when you pay for that domain and it's parked, I give so many examples in this mini course. I made this course very exciting. It wasn't like a boring, you know, what is SEO? I made this to the point where like anyone, like a five-year-old can understand it if they just pay attention, right? Because I made it very easy. Gave very clear examples, everyday examples that we use because sometimes SEO can be very over the top and I don't want that to happen. So when you own it, you pay for it every year. But if it's parked, it means it's kind of free in a way. So if you want to own it, you have to keep paying for that domain. I would use, you know, Wix or, or Squarespace or, you know, Namecheap. It doesn't really matter. It's where you can actually log in and actually see your domain and see your DNS record. And if your DNS record also has your name server in there, that's a good thing too. So I don't want to go too technical as well. I hope that was answering the question, Stacy. Dr. Stacy as well said, um, SiteGround will not give it to me. They're holding hostage and they transferred it from Wix to SiteGround. Oh, wow. And then it was, okay. So they charge you for it and they're not showing where the end record is and you can't get to the customer service. <sighs> yeah, we got to talk. Yeah, I see the name server, but no DNS. You see, that's what happens. You can either get a flipped script like that. You can get the name server, which most times you can't change because you can't edit the name server if you don't own the server, right? If you can't access the server, it will show you the record, but it won't show you the place to edit most times, right? And then no DNS, meaning you can't add the record, meaning if you have an email marketing, you know, Atondo talked about it, having a customer relationship management tool. One of the things technically you have to do for SEO is you have to connect that domain you bought within the workspace. So if you have a you know, Google Workspace, you have to buy, like, if it's info, hello at, you know, my email is favor at playinc.online, right? So if you email me, then that's going to my email domain, which is going back to the property, right? Because I'm paying for that every year. So when you start to think about where you're placing it and you're not getting access to this DNS record where you need to add an MX record called a mail exchange record, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but Technically, this allows you that when simply when you send an email to your audience, your list, and it goes to their primary inbox and not their spam, that's because you were able to access email deliverability. That's why I love Flowdesk because I was with them since they were in beta. Now they're they've they've become you know they came public, they went open and everything, and they're big right now. So I was there early, 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 early stages, and that was, I got to know it through a podcast, through an interview I had, and that's someone I met through LinkedIn. So. To tell you that information when you apply it is power, it's it's really a big thing. So when you have your the why I love Flowdesk is because they've connected their they've partnered with Amazon SCS. And for those who know what that is, it's it's pretty much Amazon having email deliverability 
And that's why it's also important to think about the servers that you use when you're sending emails. That's why websites, I mean, platforms like Flowdesk, like Klaviyo, you know, those are really good tools that we use for our clients. And we always give them those examples. Go High Level is amazing, amazing, amazing too. So you want to be in a place where you can actually own your stuff so that you don't have to be paying for this platform and then paying into this platform and then going to your DNS record and then adding it. It's stressful. You want to get to the bag. You want to get to the vision. You want to get to the people. You want to get to the story. You want to get to the message. You want to get to the result. So all these extra stuff can definitely make a change if you really know who you're working with so that you don't have to worry about those things. So Stacy, I appreciate that. And yeah, pay hip, it's, it, that's a different thing. There's so much to go about that. But I'll, there are so many other options that you can use apart from that. That's why we talked about commercial use earlier. So it's exciting. I'm glad that you guys were able to you know, interact with me and, and listen to this information. For those who have a ticket, for those who have a ticket, please make sure that you sign in with Rocky's house, Social with Rocky. This is Social with Rocky house. At the very, very top, make sure that you hit that button and make sure that you become a member, join the wait list so that you can join and be part of this amazing community where we have rooms daily from 8 a.m. to whenever we're done. And I know we also have another segment later on today with Atondra. So you guys... It's always going to be amazing here in Social with Rocky. So please make sure that you click, <laughs> please make sure that you click the link up top to sign up for the demystifying SEO mini course. It's going to make you, first of all, you know, put your name and email, first name and email. It will redirect you to the course. Have a look at it. My calendar is there. The podcast is there. I feel I had a release podcast episode today uh, from someone who I interviewed all the way from South Africa. I interviewed him all the way from South Africa and it was a really cool episode. So yeah, and we're in season seven right now. We're in season seven right now. So there's so much that I have, so, so, so much I have for you guys. So as you're listening, you know, you'll see everything in the link. So have that access. And then once you have that access, let me know if you have any questions. Uh, feel free to back channel me, DM me, connect with me. Let's get to work. And let's get this done. So I'm excited. Wanted to just ask Rocky, Travis, Michelle, or Lisa, if you had any questions or anything you'd like to say before we wrap up for today and then come back later. Hi, this is Travis, Michelle. Um, Favor, as always, you do, do such a great job. And thank you again, even though you speak very high level for those, because you, you realize that there are going to be people in the audience who actually understand and then you just go ahead and I want to say you bring it down like we're beneath, but then you go ahead and lay it out for us, for those of us where we need it in uh, plain English. <laughs> so thank you for that, guys. Make sure that you are tapping into favor because he, he's to, he gives and it's actionable steps. It's not the BS. So if you're having issues, if you just want to, you know, run some stuff by Look, on here, you didn't come to the stage. You didn't put a comment in the uh, chat. It was free. Off the app, it's a fee. I'm just saying, I'm Travis Michelle. <laughs> Back to you. Facts. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Appreciate you, Travis Michelle. Yeah, it, it, it's just that. You know, you can listen to this replay, learn, get it. Please make sure that you do. But if you really want to save time in 2023, 
we're about to hit September and there's so many things I have planned. I still, I'm so behind on some things too. So I really want to make sure in September I'm here fully, you know, to give you guys more information. So this is not like, just listen to this and apply it. Do one thing, just do one thing. Don't do everything. Cause sometimes when you do everything, it gets, it gets overwhelming. So just do one thing, get it done check it off the list and move on. Sometimes you may have to postpone it. Sometimes life happens. But if you really are serious about it, you always have that top of mind. And that's how to just stay accountable, which is what we've talked about earlier today in the Social with Rocky House. So with that said, I appreciate you. And yeah, Alicia is also saying too about the domain and the name service. Exactly. The DNS records are different. Exactly. So the DNS records are your A records, your MX records, your TXT records, your C name records, you know, so and so forth. And then your name server is also in a completely different place. But that name server too has to match to make sure that your DNS and your domain is also active so that they're all close, you know, they're all, you know, talking to each other. It's not all over the place. So yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful time. Make sure you guys come back in here. And, you know, we're going to have an amazing time. So with that said, thank you all for listening. Make sure you click the link, listen to the replay. And we are out in five, four, three.